Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast, Maine's premier powerlifting and strength sports podcast. From studios in Westbrook, Maine, with your hosts, Matt Israelson and Matt Strong. We're good. All right. Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast. This is episode 23. This is a meet recap, and this is our first meet without uh, the big guy, Matty Israelson. So I'm joined with Mike Wilson in Studio 308. How's it going? Good. How are you? Great, man. Thanks for coming. Thanks for uh, being available and flexible. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited. So um, we just had the November, is the New England Championships? Yes, it is. So we just had the New England Championships this past weekend. They were on location here at Dynamax. Uh, I would say it was a super successful meet. I had a small part. I did some expediting on uh, Saturday. And uh, Mike had a much larger part (laughs) of that. Um, This was by far my largest role in a meet ever. (laughs) Yeah. You did great, though. And I like, we're going to get into the details of what you did. But, um, so for those who don't know, uh, Mike, our guest, is the husband of Emily Steezy. His last name is not Steezy. Um, he is the co-owner, uh, one of the co-owners of Dynamax, alongside with Emily and mm-hmm. Mike. I mean, Matt. Um, Excel guru, engineer, <laughs> fellow engineer. You know, I've joked that sometimes Former I don't... Former engineer, yeah. Well, you're still an engineer. Yeah, you can't yeah, turn yeah. that off. Right, yeah. You know, I've, I've joked with my girlfriend that uh, sometimes I don't like lifting with you because we just have way too much in common and we end up talking about <laughs> so much shit. I mean, we both have a WRX. We're both mechanical engineers. We're yeah. both power lift. There's just too many... Too many parallels, but right. I, I still enjoy even the skating background. You're oh, yeah, the rollerblading. Yeah, oh my so, god! Some of the podcasts I've listened to in the past, I, I hear this stuff, and I'm like, man, fucking Ryan and uh, and you were both like skaters in the past. I know you guys are in line. I was a skateboarder, but uh, you know, same sort of weird transition. If I think about well, going from what I would have thought of myself back then of what I would have been now, it'd have been like a fucking jock. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know? meathead. Yeah, um, seriously. And, and but the, I've always said that the. The skating culture translates to gym culture. Yeah, I would say it's true. The etiquette, you know, the kind of unspoken etiquette, you know, you don't get in people's way. If somebody's, whether it's a mini ramp or a squat rack, you you let someone do their thing. Also, yeah, just the appreciation of different, you know, ability levels or experience levels. Like, if you're at a skate park and you see some kid who's new to skating do his first kickflip, everybody's pumped. Right. And, you know, there could be another guy who's pro skater, and he's doing kickflips, nobody cares. Right, exactly. But when he hits his thing, he's trying to do everybody's pumped. Right, and it translates yeah. exactly to the the guy who benches three plates for the first time versus the guy who cranks out three plates for yeah. 15 reps or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I never realized that before. You know, so I've, I've always said that, and it's they, it is similar in its own sense. Yeah. But... Obviously, the if you think of your stereotypical skater versus your stereotypical right. meathead, that's why you have stereotypes. Right, yeah. All right, so one thing I want to talk about today is I think that there was some major improvements to the meet, and Good. you were a large part of that. So, oh, my goddamn mouse isn't working. Um, <laughs> so, um, starting, let's start at the top here. So, some of the one of the things you did is you... There, there's an Excel file, Microsoft Excel file, that's kind of accessible to everyone that's used at a lot of meets. Isn't it called oh, yeah. like Go Lifter? I think it's uh, Next Lifter, yeah. Next Lifter. Yes. So you took a spreadsheet that started 
at Dynamax and was kind of finessed by Doc Brown, and then you finessed it, and you did you totally hose that and start oh, yeah. a new one? I started overall, like from the get-go, yeah. like from scratch. I tried to take that one and sort of manipulate it, and then I realized at some point, like, you know what, it's going to be easier just to start over. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that was the framework that I started from. I didn't recreate the, the idea and the framework of it. Right. Um, so some of the things that are nice about this program is it's much more user-friendly than the previous ones. And I know people might, if you're listening to this, you might think, well, what's the significance of an Excel file right. for a yeah. powerlifter? Well, it makes it, it's the, the framework of the meat. Like, it is the heart of what makes the meat happen. Yes. One of the big reasons we wanted to do that was, I mean, it seems like a little thing, but it's to be able to have a monitor in the warm-up room for the lifters who are warming up to see who's 10 out, who's 12 out, who's six out. Um, and not to have to be, you know, if they miss when they're coming up via the audio because they were talking to somebody or they were just, you know, doing a set or whatever, you don't always have your ears on. No. Um, so if someone wants to go see where they're at, they can just glance over at it and look at it. But in order to have that, everything has to be synced up with what's going on with the meat and it has to be, you know, automatic. So it right. has to do all of the sorting and all that stuff by itself. Right, so for those who weren't able to make it uh, this past weekend, uh, the meet didn't take place in Dynamax. It actually took place in an adjacent space that's a... Uh, it's an auto sound shop. Auto right? sound, yeah, uh, alarms headliners, stuff, yeah. alarms, etc. And um, so it's a two separate room separated yeah. by a, a wall and a closed door. So right. I don't know... I think in the past we just had a speaker in here so mm -hmm. that you would hear the announcements. Yes. Uh, in the in Dynamax, so that when you if you were warming up, depending on if you're what flight you were in, <clears throat> you knew where you were at. But the having the extra monitor just totally eliminated any guesswork. Yeah, and I was hoping I wasn't sure that everybody would really you know even know it was there or appreciate it. But I've seen it at other meets and. Like when I've gone to my friends' meets and seen it there, like people use it. People will be like, "Hey, can you check how many I'm out?" Um, so you, you know, you have a friend walk over and check it, or you'll check it yourself or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, we got some feedback on it, and I think that people liked it. And um, I mean, I had someone else tell me I didn't actually notice it myself, but they said, "You know, this, this is one of the first meets that I've been to where you know all of the lifters were ready at the platform when the names were called." Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I saw a single person that had you know that scrambled. Right. The only you know, if someone was a little quote late they were just wrapping their knees or right. something yeah it's so not like you had to find someone and like oh by the way you're up you know yeah and that creates a bad lifting lifting environment for everyone yeah and when second flight's coming up um you know they don't they can't they don't find out when they're four out they, they can look at the screen and find out when they're 12 out right um you know and then so we projected in the in the room we had a projector in there and, and on there we only show the next four lifters just because there's less real estate on the screen basically yep. Um, but even then, you know, other people were commenting on that too. And I think we avoided a couple of things as well. We had, um, we had one guy come up who, you know, he, he bombed out in bench. He, he zeroed on it. Um, so he, he wasn't going to do his deadlifts. So he saw he was three out and he came up and said, Hey, I'm not lifting. So we took his name off. So we didn't. And that helps the rest of the meet and yeah, all the other lifters. Yeah. We didn't load the bar for him or, you know, have any. Go through the motion. Delays due to that. Yeah. Yeah. So. That brings us to the next uh, improvement. So on top of having the Excel file, you know, uh, display on a monitor in the warm-up room, you also had one that was displayed for the audience and for the lifters that showed, was it the next, you said the next three or four out? Yeah, it showed on the list, it showed the next four lifters out okay. uh, down the bottom. And then, so it shows current lifter and then the next three. 
And then in a bigger area, it showed, you know, the current lifter and kind of where they're from and their body weight, if they have some squat, you know, squat rack height. Right. Um, other things that the loaders uh, might be interested in. It shows a graphic of what the plates look like. And the graphic is cool, is huge. And yeah. So obviously working in kilo plates is a little bit more difficult for everyone. The loaders, the spotters, the everybody, lifters, yeah. everybody. Um, especially with those 50s on there. It's just you look at the bar and you have, unless you're... A well-versed IPF guy, or you only <laughs> work at kilos. Exactly. <laughs> There's no way, right? <laughs> it's it's all your gym math goes out the window. Mm-hmm. So you created the graphic that actually, you know, it shows. And if you've watched any uh, big meets li- uh, live on YouTube, Reebok Record Breakers or Bossa Bosses, you'll notice that they'll basically show half of a bar, and they'll be. Uh, It'll indicate how many plates are supposed to be on there. So this is really good for the spotter, uh, the loaders. Yeah. That they can, they don't have to necessarily wait for the uh, the load master or whatever. Yeah. Jake ends I up. mean, Maddie announces what the weight is, and the the floor manager looks at a chart, and then he, you know, says, okay, this is going to be, they're going to lift 200. So he, you know, looks at the chart and says, okay, that's the bar, and then he tells us, you know, it's a 50, a 25, and whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, tells it to the other guys, and there's a lot of opportunities mis- miscommunication there. Yeah. Um, and the other advantage is that when a lifter's coming up to the bar, they can look at the graphic and see that their bar is loaded correctly because, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I can't walk up to a bar in kilograms and know, like, okay, I was going to... I don't even remember what my lift was. You look at a chart and pick your number on yeah, pounds, right? right. Um, you can't walk up to the bar and easily say, this is loaded correctly for me. Exactly. Um, so that's those collars have a decent amount of weight to them. Sure. And there's just a yep. lot of... It's, it's confusing. So... Big shout out to Mac McCall for oh, yeah. letting us borrow the projector. That was key. That was huge. <laughs> those things are not cheap or easy to rent, apparently. Well, yeah, the other thing is that you, uh, I mean, we looked at renting one, and it's like the cost of renting one for a, for a weekend was like, well, we should just buy one. Um, but because this was sort of a beta test of the spreadsheet and to see if people liked it and if it was working well and how the layout was and all that, um, it doesn't make sense to go out and just, you know, spend money and buy this projector. For yeah, and then maybe we buy the wrong one or whatever it is. So now at least we well, have a It's not well-received or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so I, I know I use this projector. If, if we went and bought that exact same projector, that'd be great. Yeah, you know, sweet. So we know but that, now that you worked know. well, yeah. You know the cable lengths. You know, for we know we got to set up the diving board on the guy to, <laughs> to get the uh, screen was, to set up just right on the. Uh, that was precarious. <laughs> yeah, I know. I that was a little sketchy, but hopefully Mac didn't see that. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking. I'm looking. And I'm like something, something. You know, pharmacy yeah. department. Did you see the? Did you see the? Someone tripped on the cord once. Oh yeah. It, yeah. It stayed up there though. Stayed up there. Stayed up there. That's I went all. back after that and. Um, put a screw in the bench and then zip tied the cord to it so if someone tripped on it again it wouldn't pull yeah. the, pull the projector. they'll go down should have done that first um so we we touched on the we're still on gym appro- or meat improvements uh we touched on the excel file the monitor in the warm-up room mm-hmm. and the uh the projection which are all great um one thing uh, just a cosmetic thing that you did that was really awesome was the apf banner stands yeah, I you think rigged that up a nice right. yeah. PVC uh, frame. Yeah. What are those things like? Nine by nine or eight by eight? They're pretty big. Yeah, the, the banner itself is about is eight by eight, so the frame's a little bit yeah, nine by nine ish. Yeah, something like that. That so, was uh, Ryan Montague's idea. That was a really, really slick idea. And um, Amy, I actually don't know her last name, but a- a- at APF, she basically, you know, hooked us up with those banners. So it was the cost of the PVC and the time to make it and put those things up. And I think it really had a Amy huge... who works out here. No, no, Amy at uh, APF. Oh, really? Yeah. Where is... I'm not sure. I think it's Illinois or somewhere. Wow. It's not, they just gave it to us? 
Yeah, they just sent him out. Wow. Yeah, they said, hey, can we get another one? And she's like, yeah, she sent it over. Um, And, yeah, and that's a huge, you know, I mean, almost a freebie. I mean, the cost of the PVC wasn't much. Yeah. Um, And it had a a nice effect on the the event. It definitely made it feel like you were at a powerlifting venue. Yeah. Versus a garage that's having a powerlifting venue. Yeah, and even when we look at the photos now, it's like... um, I just think the photos look better. You, know, you look at people's pictures, and, it, and instead of having like a bench in the background with some you know car stereos and tools and stuff like that, right. which is cool too. I mean, that's actually kind of neat as well. Yeah. It makes gives it that gritty feel. Um, but you know, I think it makes it more because it's New England, you know, championships. I think yeah. it should look like a like a cool event. And Absolutely. That's some of the feedback that we got. We asked a lot of people. Um, before we went about making these changes, we asked people who come to the events and people who don't come to the events, hey, what would you guys like to see us do different? How can we make these events better for the lifters, spectators? And, um, you know, having been a spotter and a loader, that was one thing that was on my mind um, as far as being able to know what the weights were ahead of time and stuff like that. That's another thing that went into the spreadsheet, which probably no spectators or probably not even lifters noticed, but um, I know the spotters and loaders noticed it, is that, on that screen that's projected is not only a graphic of what people are lifting right now, but the next lifter up, the plate stack that they're going to do was up there too. Oh, really? I didn't notice yeah. that either. So by the time Maddie's announcing, okay, load that bar with 125. They already are on the- They're putting the bars, they're putting the weights on the bar. Um, and that, that for me was like something that probably not a lot of people picked up on, but um, that was one of the improvements that I, I was proud of. It's a behind it was, the scene, like. It is. That's but that's where- why I sat like Sunday, we were done at 1230. You know, things run smoother because I'm because I'm watching the spotters and loaders trying to see like, hey, are they taking advantage of this. And I was talking to Jake, and Jake was telling the guys. So yep. they finished loading the bar, and then as the guy's coming out to you know get situated and stuff, he's telling the guys what the next load is. Mm-hmm. So if there's a you know they got to go, they got a five pound that's buried behind a fifteen or a twenty five or whatever it is, they're already queuing up. So and that's something that you probably would not have even thought about if you hadn't actually been on the spotting and loading end of it, right? right. Yeah. Yeah, having been floor manager, it's like you you find out what that weight needs to be at the same time that someone just finished their their attempt. So everybody's stepping that bar and down and, yep. and and there's a lot of noise going on. So you're trying to hear what Maddie said and you're trying to communicate with the other guys. Mm-hmm. And that's a very busy time on the platform. And it's still busy, but now you're busy doing stuff and trying instead of trying to figure out what happens next. Right. We're ready to go. Sweet. Bar hits the ground, college come off. So and I, I'm gonna take a guess that this is probably the improvement that you're most proud of is the awards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was really hoping people liked them and we got some good feedback. Um, How many did you make total? Or can you describe it first? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I took 25 pound weight from the gym and, um, you know, a grinder and spent about 45 minutes with a grinder grinding all of those letters off, which I thought would take like the five The Troy minutes. letters and like yeah, the... Yeah, that was a, just to get them to come out smooth and all that. And I got a flapper wheel and, and ground it smooth. And then... Um, basically made a, a, a pattern and then I got we got Jason Leach who works at a foundry to kind of help with all that stuff and we got some like two-part urethane and made a mold of it and then we made castings of them and um and then painted them we painted them all by hand those things took like way longer than we thought <laughs> you put some serious uh, sweat equity into that yes we did yes we did but people liked them and that's really what we wanted to do um, you know one of the things we got from feedback is a lot of people were, you know, it's like, we'd like some cool trophies. Yeah. Um, you know, and that was an area for imp- improvement. And, you know, it's like, it was sort of a polarizing thing. A lot of 
feedback was sort of common. A lot of people said the same thing or didn't say it, but um, awards was one of those things where people either just don't give a shit at all, right? or they actually really care a lot. Yeah. Um, so we said, well, you know, for people that care a lot, let's, let's try to do this, and, yeah. um, and we did, and I think that they came out really cool. Actually, Emily and Ryan both had the same idea of taking a 25-pound weight and then making that into an award somehow. And um, I thought it was kind of dumb at first. And then when they were done, I was like, this is actually really cool. That was wicked cool. Yeah, these are cool. So you made six total, right? Uh, we actually made eight, but we gave away six. I just wanted to have a couple extras in case, like, we you know, dropped one or yeah. one came out crappy or something like that. Right. So, um, so it was Best Lifter, Men and Women. Oh, what were the awards? Oh, geez. Um, see if I can remember. So we had, it was Men's. And then men's masters and men's geared, and then same thing for women's. Women's women's masters, women's geared. So it's total the best six. lifter for all those categories. Yes. Or, yeah, based on the coefficient. Yep. Not necessarily your total or. No, it's whatever. just coefficient. To co- it's correct for everything. Gotcha. Um, we separated the masters and the men because, um, or the masters and the non-masters, because the masters coefficient is is pretty. Well, it, it helps you powerful. out quite a bit, right? Yeah, it's a really strong advantage. <laughs> What's the name of that coefficient that they use? It's oh, such, geez, it's, it's like, like Glossbrenner. Yeah, it's a it's a big word that begins with G. Yeah, uh, I think German it's Glossbrenner or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, APF doesn't use Wilkes. It no. uses that coefficient, the, yes. the G coefficient, that takes into account age and body weight. Yes. So I think that that's the unique one that Wilkes doesn't take into account age. So basically, you get a little. Well, so does it? I don't know. No, so I, Wilkes may or may not. I don't know that one. Um, the Glossbrenner one does not. There's a separate coefficient that goes in that's not the gloss printer one. That is the master's age multiplier or something like that oh, they call it. Okay. So if you're a master's division, you get you get the the G coefficient, whatever that it's is. It's masters and, and if masters. you're a teen, right? You get a little bump. No, no. You it's don't not. for teen? No. So it's just for masters. Yes. So the older you are, the more that helps Yeah, you. there's only two coefficients that can happen. One's the gloss printer and the other one is masters if you register in a master's division. Right. Yep. Gotcha. They're so it was well received. What, what, what like? <laughs> did you actually hand? I think I handed one of them out. How did it feel? Feel it felt pretty good. How did it? Did you like look at their face and see like? Ah, yes, I was yes. definitely noticing whether or not people. And I think Carolyn Braun's response was the best. What was it? She was quite excited. She was like, "This is awesome." Carolyn Braun had a hell of a meet. She had a great day. Which yeah. is a perfect segue. So I want to just go over, because you were there working and I was there sa- I was there all day Saturday and most of the day on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to just kind of go over the meet. I think it was real successful. There was a lot of good performances. Yeah, there were. Um, so starting with Saturday, Saturday was women, masters, and bench only. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Women, yeah. teen, Masters, yeah, it was only? teens, women's, masters, and bench only. Right. And, and, any, think, and any combination thereof. And I think there was 26 <laughs> or 29, 29 competitors that day? Yep, 29 on Saturday. So, some of the standout performances that I saw, obviously, I got to, uh, I'm going to get this guy's last name wrong. I apologize ahead of time. George uh, Sotorakis with a 320 kilogram bench. That's 705 pounds. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Yeah. I don't care if it's multiplied it's or what. It's fucking wild. So mm-hmm. a huge shout out to him. He got the crowd going. Um, I want to give a personal shout out to uh, Gene Wormwood. Uh, trains at the Iron Will mm-hmm. with uh, Scott and my girlfriend, Lauren. Uh, she had an awesome 65 kilo bench. Like 150 pounds, right? Yeah. Something like that. Right. I, I don't have my calculator out. Um 
Carolyn Braun, as you mentioned, she had she did she PR'd every lift, right? I'm not sure if it was every lift, but I think I I know I think she double PR'd one one of them. Well, she PR'd then PR'd again. Yeah, I think she hit a PR in a second and went up and hit it again. That's I can't remember which one it was. It's like when you're working the table, one of the bummers of of that is you actually see less of the event because you're you're just tunnel vision. It's funny. It's like like four lifts will go by and it's like you haven't seen a lifter. And you you almost get desensitized too because all you care about is the data, not the insanity of the lifts that are going on. Yeah, being a loader is like a, a, a lot more work. Yeah. Um, but you remember the event. You, you remember the lifts more because you're, you're, you're right you're there. You're putting the weight on. Well, you're right next to the lifter too. It's like a really good vantage point for being at a meet. Um, and being at the table, you can still see clearly, but a lot of times your your mind is more occupied making sure that you scored it properly and, you know. Making sure it, the next lift is right. Yeah, you're and listening. A lot of times stuff is being, you know, we have the walkie-talkies and stuff. So a lot of times you're you're recording something or something like that when a lift is happening um so you're you're more conscious of like doing your job basically yeah exactly yeah and yeah so uh mike pindell had a great day too yep. uh, i know he wanted to break uh, yeah yeah i was, uh, would feel so bad if i forgot to mention him because he's one of my he's the only person that competed that day that is one of my training partners right mike did awesome that's who i always remember who who does well at the event and, and how things went is people that like i know yeah of course um, which is you know just biased but i mean those are the they're your homies you yeah those are the people that you know like what they're going for for the event and and stuff like that so yeah i know mike was very happy with his squat and bench i know he hit some numbers that he was going after i think he only took one deadlift because he broke a grand which was exactly what he was going for mike is a uh i think something i don't know what it was if it was a knee or hip or or what what it was but i think he said um something didn't feel quite right on that dead and was like you know he got his result for the day and was like i'm just gonna it's a smart move come back another day yeah can i get another beer sure thank you sir so and of course the uh I would say the quasi-lifting celebrity performance of the day goes to Lauren Dyer. Yeah. Friggin' beast. Absolutely. I mean, she, she's got the presence of a powerlifter who really knows what they're doing. I remember the uh, first meet I saw her, I was like, this chick can't lift more than me. And I was yeah! Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, she can? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I wouldn't feel too bad about that because I'm sure there's a lot of dudes in that same exact position. I mean, <laughs> she's like 132 pounds. I know. If, if, she's, if she weighs less than that, I'm so sorry. But, you know, it's, it's she's a lightweight. There. Somewhere around there. And yeah. she's just, uh, this, you know, short, uh, you know, short woman who's a, I mean, she's got like a, she's, she does acupuncture. Her husband is yeah. Dr. Dyer, who's another extremely uh, impressive powerlifter. strong dude. Yeah. But, I mean. Lauren is gonna be. I, I don't know. I'm super impressed. She's a little bit of a sleeper. Thing. Like if you if you compare perfect, to like car perfect comparison, or something like that. Perfect comparison. Like, yeah. You, you watch her go up, up and just kills it. And you're thinking yep. yeah, her opener. I mean, her opener deadlift was like 385 or something. Yeah. It was insane, and she just cranked it right up. Yeah. She's one of my favorite people to watch. Yep. So shout out to uh, shout out to all them. Shout out to everyone else who showed up. You know, uh, I know there was a lot of teens who did their very first meet. Yeah. I want to give. I don't. I didn't catch her name, but there was. A uh, boyfriend-girlfriend couple who came down from Orono. Okay. And I don't know if you remember this, but the girl was so relaxed. And she was having so much fun, laughing, and like finger guns, and just having a good time. And I I had to say something to her afterwards, and I'm like, you are at such an advantage. Right. Because you're not nervous. You don't have the ego. Right. You're just there to... She was like... You could tell that she was like... 
not at work while everyone else was mm-hmm. at work, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. shout out to her and her boyfriend. That, I just love seeing that, you know? Yeah. Hey! Hey, we got a special guest. <laughs> Whoa, look Hold at on. this. Here, Ryan Monique, what's going on? Oh! That's not nice. You gotta at least say something other than with your mouth. Great, great podcast. I'm sorry. We gotta lock the fucking door. Just, we'll edit that in post. We'll edit that in There's post. no post production. Let's lock it. Wow. And that is the brilliant speech of Ryan Montague. He spoke from the heart there. Uh. <laughs> I got nothing else to say. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so that was uh, that was Saturday. Was there anything else that really stood out for you on Saturday? Um, well, I mean, for me, the big standout thing on Saturday, I'm sure everybody noticed it, was that the spreadsheet fucked up. <laughs> yeah, what happened? What, did, what went wrong? Did you forget the call? So, pretty much one of the major jobs of the spreadsheet is to sort people's attempts. Right, Right. And, and the flights and all that stuff. Um, and it was doing that incorrectly. <laughs> but you fixed it fast because you only shut it down on squats, right? Yeah, I shut it down on squats, and then uh, we actually fixed it about halfway. Th- I, I fixed it about halfway through squats, and then couldn't turn it back on because it has to. In order for it to show people's next attempts, it has to have everybody's like what attempt they're on, and right. basically be caught up as far as like you know uh, what people have done in the past. So um, so we just waited till the next event and and turned it back on there. Um, yeah, it was, we, we, we tested it a lot, and it was basically due to the fact that we tested with only... We did a fake meet. We, we did, like, a yep. whole fake meet with it, yep. um, which took a while. But we only put, like, eight people in it, just because it would be quicker to go through. Right. And it's it sorted improperly due to the fact that there were just a larger number of rows in, in the... In the order. Gotcha. Um, so that for me was the other standout thing because yeah. I was really bummed that it wasn't gonna work. I yeah. That well, I but you fixed bummed. it. You fixed it fast though, and you did it under pressure too. So yeah, I would say that. <laughs> that was some pressure there. I, I really, wouldn't be too worried about that. When I first started screwing up, I was so disappointed. Um, I also just want to give a shout out. <clears throat> These guys always put on a show. And they always bring a good team, but the Bates guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cormac and his yeah. crew. Freaking love those guys. Yeah. They show out. They're always bringing new faces. They're always impressive lifts, too. Well, they just, they're they're so into it. They're That's what I love yeah. about watching those guys lift is that a thousand percent. Yes, you know, exactly. Everything goes into, into what they're doing, and they're just super passionate about what they do. And you cannot help but get into... Um, you know what's going on when somebody else is super into what's going on. Yes. Um, so I think that's just it's a it's a cool thing for the event to have those guys there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I Cormac, D-Ray, and uh, yeah. all those guys are so awesome to watch. Yeah, absolutely. God, I hate this. I'm fumbling through the APS scorecards right now because I want. We're moving on to Saturday. Uh, yeah, sa- uh, Sunday, Sunday, which was the men's open. Yeah. Which always brings out some serious talent. And there's a lot of good lifts. God, what was that guy's name? The guy with the 365 kilo opener on squat. Oh, was it the gear dude? Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm not going to come up with it. Why can't I find it? Yeah. Clearly we did a lot. Maddie would know it like off the top of rap. his head. He just knows all these guys. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah. God, it's driving me crazy. All right, um. I'll f- I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna go on Instagram right now and find it. But, uh, or you could. Yeah, um, I'm gonna look for it right now too. So, sa- uh, Sunday we had. I mean, Sunday was an awesome day. 
I had uh, only one of my dudes lifting, and that, of course, was Chandon McCall. He had a uh, he had an awesome performance. He's lost a quite a, quite a Anthony bit. Anthony Petrino. Anthony Petrino. Yeah, because it was name. Petrino and Marino yep. were like almost back to back. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Three sixty five squad opener. You got it. Yep. Um. So, uh, just to take it back here, uh, yeah. I gotta shout. I gotta start with my guy because I'm very vain. <laughs> Chanda did great. Yeah, he caught. You got a 435 uh, squat. Absolutely sunk it. Just missed a 330 bench, which I would have. I believe would have been a five pound uh, meat PR for him, due to uh, downward movement. You know, technicality. He pressed it. Uh, he pat. Yeah, he, he, he had, had the to- strength for that. I remember watching that, being like, "Yeah, he's got that." It's just a technicality. A little just technicality. Like yeah. He could have taken it again, but that's not how meats work. Right. So, uh, and he took a little token deadlift, which I'm still not happy about, but <laughs> he's got 10 by 10 deadlifts coming up tomorrow. I don't know if he knows about it yet. He's, yeah. uh, well, we're going to work th- on that bus theory. You know what he knew what he wanted to do? And he did. And he decided he to do it, it, and he executed. And, you know, he uh, did it. That's so right. I think that's a good. I think that's a good meet. And I also just want to say that Chanon is 18, and he opted to be in the men's open. Yes. He could have still competed exactly. as a junior up until 20, right? Yeah. And I mean, he's compete. He's been competing in powerlifting since he was 15. Right. So shout out to Chunk for all the Bates guys too. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. For competing in the uh, the men's open, it's the right move. What was the guy's name again? I already lost it. George. No, Petrino? Anthony Petrino. Anthony Petrino. Anthony Petrino. Yep. So. This is a quick story. The very first powerlifting meet I ever went to uh, was my girlfriend's. It was about a year before I started competing. Mm-hmm. And I just remember watching him walk in. Oh, really? And he had yeah. a suitcase. And a suitcase. Yeah, like yeah, big he does. rectangular ones. Yes, he does. Know? It looks like a baggage. It looks like he's going to France. It's like a 20-day trip. Yep. And it's just got gear and food in it. You know, powerlifting <laughs> squat suits and food in it. And I don't know what this guy weighs. He's a big dude. I can tell you right here. Um, 303. 303? Yeah. Wow. Is that right? Is that kilos? No. That's, uh, <laughs> that's what he weighed in at. I mean, no, so anyways, I mean, I remember, well, you know, going up to the, uh, you know, looking at the attempts, seeing where my girlfriend was, and this was the very first meet that, you know, a few years back, and seeing, I think his opener was 360, and I'm thinking, oh, that's not very much. <laughs> and I'm looking at everyone else's, and they're like, you know, 200 and 250. Right, right. And then someone, I realize that it's in kilos. Right. I look it up, and it's, you know, it's like a over, it's like an 800-pound opener. It's crazy. And he cranked it. He crushed it. And he, so he opened up five more kilos. This uh, <clears throat> this past Sunday was the last, the first time I've seen him compete since then. Okay. I remembered him because I could never forget him. Right. And just watching him, I know he got... 385 and maybe he got another or 365 and then he made another jump and he got that and I think he had some trouble on his third attempt. No, he got his third. He um What was his third? 380 <sighs> 3D75. Jesus. That is a lot of weight. Yeah, it is, dude. Um so yeah. that's always awesome to watch. He had a massive bench. I didn't stick around to see him deadlift. Did he deadlift? Let's, let's check it out. <laughs> we got the score. We got all the data in front of us here. Um I'm pretty sure he did. Where is it? Yes, he did. What did he pull? Uh, 275 he pulled. That's, so, yeah, it's just awesome to see that, like, generation of powerlifters mm-hmm. yeah, still just that. kicking ass. I think his daughter was competing, too, on Saturday. And oh, she really? did really well. Yeah, she had, the, uh, she had the, uh, she had a mouthpiece that was, like, teeth. Okay. Yep. Uh, she did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, the geared guys. Um, I mean, I've never lifted in geared, um, in gear. But you know, watching those guys lift, it's a it's a very technical thing. And some of those, you just watch them lift, and it's a it's a much more. Well, I don't know if it's more, but I, I think I notice it more. Um, it, it's a very technical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's when I see those guys lift, I think. I feel like that motion has happened in that suit 8,000 times, and it's just so mechanical. Exactly. Like, you know... There's no room for error. Yeah, a lot of times when you see a, a geared lift and miss, you, you can see, like, something went off. It's not because the strength wasn't there or because of this. It's because the motion wasn't right. I don't know if that's right or not. Like I said, I've never lifted in, in gear before, but... Um, I enjoy watching it because it's just a fucking ton of weight. Oh, it's wild. And it's, <laughs> it's just, just like, ridiculous it's sometimes. so funny, like, like explaining, oh trying to explain to people, like, oh, yeah, I was at a powerlifting yeah. meet and uh, I watched a guy bench 700 pounds and they're like, what? You yeah. know, it's just, it's such a large number that it's, you know, you tell someone you bench 300 pounds, like, wow, that's a lot. You tell someone you bench 400 pounds, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. And beyond that, it's kind of, you don't really, the reaction doesn't change because <laughs> it's more than they can comprehend. It is. And, you know, then you see guys like, you know, Dave Hoff at Westside mm-hmm. who bench over 1,000 pounds, and it's like, right. it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. But uh, back to Sunday, uh, I want to give a big shout out to Hank and Gabe. Oh, yeah. Some homies here. Absolutely, Just yeah. awesome dudes. Yeah. They had a great meet. I know Hank was probably a little bummed because he bombed out on bench, but Can't he squatted 670. That's crazy. And for his first <laughs> meet, I don't yeah. care. That's 670, man. That's just wild. I don't care yeah. if he bombed out of the bench. It's freaking awesome. And just haven't seen him lift in the gym before, too. I mean, He's just... He's a solid yeah. dude. Just like, yeah. you, you know... When they in those multiply squats, like it's a, I think it's a, I mean, you just look at it, you know, their body stays, the chest stays, you know, completely up the yeah. whole time. There's no, there's mm-hmm. no bend, there's no squat mornings <coughs> in multiply, <laughs> no. mul- multiply lifting. Exactly. And he just, yeah. he's like, he, he just started doing it and he's like perfected it. Yeah. I, I mean, um, it was probably just like two weeks ago here, he was doing some benches. And he was just killing it. Mm-hmm. He's, he was, I mean, his, his, his numbers were good. His form was just looked like a fucking pro. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I got to imagine he was probably disappointed on that day. But, you know, come back you another day, he's got it there. I mean, it's almost like, okay, well, now it's easier to do better next time, right? That's right. He's come back and kill it. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know what Gabe, Gabe had an awesome day. I don't know what he totaled. I watched all of his lifts, though, and it, it was great. I love those two guys. Some of my favorite people to train with, even if oh, it's yeah. not, even if we, you know, multiplying raw is almost different sports. It really is. Oh, yeah. And uh, even though we're not in the same, quote, sport or league or whatever it may be, those guys mm-hmm. are awesome to train with, love having around the gym. Yeah. Glad to see them do well at the meet. Absolutely. Saw them here yesterday, and they were hurting. Really? Yeah. Hank goes, uh, do you get the number on the train that hit me? <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen uh, after the meet, he was helping, Gabe was, and Hank hung around, and, um... After the meet on Sunday, after we like moved everything back over, he's hung around, had some beers and stuff. Yep. And um, Gabe was showing me all these marks on his side. Oh, the side. bite! Oh my god! You gotta, you gotta painful, squeeze yourself man. into a pair of briefs. Painful. Yeah, I bet you'd like briefs. You think so? You get a nice. Well, I mean, it's at least for deadlift. Do you do you deadlift sumo? I used to. I'm, I'm actually. I think I'm a little stronger sumo, but it's it's Your been killing my knees. Yeah. So we should I, stuff, you in, a, stuff you in a pair. Uh, I bet Gabe's would fit you pretty good. You, <laughs> you should just try it, just to just understand to what's going on. It might be fun. Maybe I'll I, do the Christmas meet geared. Get all be, kinds of PRs. Yeah, big Don't time. Tell anybody. <laughs> just put that hamburger suit on. No one even know. Just be killing it. Be oh, how did we not cover pounds. the hamburger suit? We're going to say that for the end. Um, so, 
Um, I got to give a shout out to one of our very first guests here on the podcast. As I mentioned, just a super strong and a super intellectual guy, Travis Dyer. I know he didn't have the meat he was hoping for, but that is a product of powerlifting, and yeah. uh, he still did really well. He got like a seventeen something total. Yeah, I. Um, I know he didn't cut any weight. He just showed up, and yeah, Emily. Emily um, was talking about a, a Instagram. I think it was an Instagram post that he put out, or something like that. And you know, it didn't sound like he was like bummed out or anything, but it didn't sound like he was super psyched. I don't about think his... he met his expectations. Yeah, I mean, I watched the event. And I was like, oh, dude, he fucking killed it. Um, but, you know, I don't really know. I don't train with him, so I don't mm-hmm. know what his numbers are and stuff like that. But right. watching him lift, I mean, super strong dude. So strong. So strong. He's yeah. a sleeper, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, both of them. So the other two uh, Sunday standouts that I want to specifically touch on, um, one of them would be Anthony Moreno. Yeah. Just an insane raw lifter. He was probably the, the guy I was looking forward to the most lifting. I know he was training hard for it and it's like I was watching some of his deload week workouts and it's like your max <laughs> it's like way over my max and he's just you know it's just it's it's uh, so easy I mean he is he's a yeah, machine he, exactly he's a machine yeah. and you watch him lift on Instagram and he's one of those guys that's just like he makes everything like he's I mean yeah. his 750 squat was like down and up yeah it was 750 747 743 something like that yep. so that was raw with sleeves mm-hmm. um he yeah, had a huge bench, and then I think he kind of ran out of gas on the deadlift a little bit, and I don't think he he didn't meet his total. He didn't meet his goal of totaling nineteen hundred. Yeah, I think he fell just short of it. But still, super <clears throat> impressive. Uh, he came in at an extremely light two seventy five, right? <laughs> I I don't remember what he. I remember in we at. checked it. Okay. It was like two forty eight or something. Is two forty eight? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So that's a uh, extremely light 275. Right. So, uh, <laughs> um, oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. So yeah, we really pre- uh, appreciate Anthony and Travis and all the other LA Strength and Fitness guys coming down. Oh, those guys are great to have. I the love seeing those guys down Absolutely, here. Yeah. They are students of the game. Yeah. They just they love powerlifting and they do it. Yeah. Straight up, no frills. Yep. Yeah, they help out, and, and I mean, those, those guys, their, their presence at the events is, um, you know, undeniable. It's just really good to have. I mean, I, I love seeing crews come down with their team and stuff like that, and it's a group of buddies and stuff. I mean, that's that's cool. Yeah, they're a super um, team, Yeah, they really you know? are. Yeah. So then the last guy I got to give a shout-out to on Sunday is our good friend. I'm not even going to try this. I've tried to pronounce his name on this podcast before, and I've gotten it wrong, and that would be Slav. <laughs> Slavonian Babayan or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce uh, it. Sorry for butchering that, When I was Slav. testing my spreadsheet, I, uh, I butchered his name to see how many characters I could fit. <laughs> <laughs> I just added a bunch of Bs and As at once. Slavayan Babababah. Yeah, Slav. Uh, I mean, that's his name, man. Slav. 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 Yeah, he had a fucking awesome day. He, he it. went nine for nine. He should be super pumped. I think that's the first time that he's ever done that. Oh, really? Which is, I mean, I've never gone nine for nine. And that is like my, that is like my ultimate powerlifting goal. Yeah. Is to just go nine for nine. Okay, you gotta go to Christmas meet. Yeah, uh, but you always go hard. <laughs> and, uh, you go nine for nine Christmas meet every time. True. Um, Slav total nineteen oh one. Did he really? At two twenty. Wow. Multiplied drug free. Awesome man. Insane. Yeah. He hit all the numbers he wanted to. He PR'd all three lifts. Yeah. You can't get he better than it. that. He killed you it. You cannot get better than that. I remember talking to him the day before, and uh, he was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Just my head's not in it. Or he's just, I don't know if it was just nerves or what, but I was, you know, 
really hoping he had a good day, and he really he hit every one of his lists. Same thing. I mean, he's just so he's a mechanical. His form is awesome. Watching him bench in yeah. a shirt is like just hit it. He just does it right. Yeah. Just does the same. Th- I mean, every every lift of his is is technically accurate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's super strong, Rod. Too. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've seen. I mean, he he's benched well into the. I don't want to discredit him here, but well into the fours, raw. Mm-hmm. And I know he's pulled 700, raw. Um, wow. I don't know if he's done it to me, but I know I've seen him here, uh, you know, maybe from like a one mat or something like that. Right. Uh, I think he's got it from the floor. But, yeah, just a super strong dude, and it's awesome to see him put the work in. He's done tons of meets. He's been competing for a very long time, and he hit the goal that he wanted. Yeah. you you got to love that. Yeah, it's it's good to see a good dude have a good result. That's know? right. Um. So yeah, that was that was the meat. That was the meat, and it was uh, it was, was really well received. That was the meat. I'm feel um to me, it's a huge release to have it over. <laughs> yeah, and that, so that's so that's actually that's it, a really know? good point that people who have never <clears throat> ran a meet don't understand is that there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Absolutely. Just getting the shit over there is a yep. takes a small army. Yeah. There's still a whole bunch more that I don't know either. I mean, you know, as much as, you know, I contributed to this meet and, and you know, tried to help out and stuff, I know that there was so much that happened that, um, you know, Maddie's got an autopilot and he just knows what to do. Yep. And it just, it just happens without my involvement at all. I mean, you know, I contributed to... Some of the new things, um, but you know, there's there's a lot that goes into a meet, and that's one of the things that I think I really came to appreciate more than I had before. I mean, I've helped out at so many meets, um, and I sort of felt like, yeah, you know, I know a lot goes into it. Um, I came away from this meet with a, with a real appreciation for what it takes to really put a whole meet together. From and, yeah, soup to nuts, soup to nuts. You know, run a, run an event and uh, and have it be a success. And I think that it was. It was a learning experience and it was fun. I mean, I had a great time, um, and you know, the feedback that we got having it be positive was a huge relief. I mean, you know, I was hoping people would appreciate the stuff, and um, but you, you expect know. nothing, obviously. That's how it goes. Well, you know, some of the stuff. I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of people that have been coming to powerlifting meets for a long time, you know. If they've been coming to this event for for years and years and years, they might. Man, I don't care about a projector. Or what's the screen over here? You know, they they everything's on autopilot. They've been doing it yeah. for for twenty years or thirty years or however long it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you know, I, you know, we got some feedback from guys that I know have been around for a long time. Said they really like this stuff. Um, so that to me meant a lot. Is to to know that I contributed to something that I sort of had a higher expectation that people who are younger in the sport would appreciate um but also people old in the sport appreciate it too yeah no and i mean powerlifting is in a transitional period i think where yeah really a is. lot of new people are coming into the sport right it's becoming predominantly raw and exactly. um there's just a lot of changes happening so i think that you know implementing the you know what might seem like minor and not necessarily require technological upgrades. <laughs> right. You know, I don't, they definitely don't go unappreciated, you know, whether it's from the new and old lifters. I heard nothing but good stuff as far as the, how the meat ran. Mm-hmm. I've heard some people, you know, bitching about meats in the past, and I did not. I was, I mean, I was expediting on Saturday, and I was helping Chuck on Sunday. <laughs> and so I was with the lifters, now. you know, yeah. and I didn't hear any bad. That's good. Any bad. So I got to ask, though, because mm-hmm. I know that you are... I, you know, know how you tick a little bit. If there are some things that you could change, what oh would be? Oh my god, I got a whole list. <laughs> well, the, the, what are some of the big ones? Or the you know non you know oh I wish this lookup formula on Excel had tabulated. 
I, I think I think it's probably getting to so. First of all, the the, the spreadsheet is in, in the you know the projector and the whole, you know, that stuff is definitely in a beta mode on this meet. You know, the event was run not from that stuff, but just with it. Yes. Just um, kind of see how it worked. Right. It was just assisting. It wasn't required. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when, when it wasn't working, meet's fine. Yep. No problems. Um, you know, and so there's some things that I, I talking with Scott, you know, Scott Blanchard, that he, he was head judge. Um, actually, I don't know. If, did he judge at this event? Yeah, yeah, I think he yeah, judged he's, well, he's, he, Sunday, right? Yeah, Sunday. He was head yeah. judge on Sunday. Um, but he's a wealth of knowledge as far as, you know, how meets should run. I mean, I'm, I'm new to everything. I've been to a bunch of meets, but, you know... Um, he's been on both sides of it. Oh, yeah, he's been on all sides of it. Um, so I got a lot of feedback from him on things that... And I made I made notes. I can't even remember them all now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, one of the things that we want to change is... Uh, it, it's a lot of minor stuff. We want to add um, more stuff for the competitors... So we want to do, um, you know, we want to put in some meat t-shirts, have a grab bag. We're going to, you know, maybe make some more improvements to the trophies. Um, you know, mainly we're focused on making it as awesome an event for the lifters as possible. That's um, what really matters. Yeah. And, you know, I know that there's some, like, technical stuff I want to change on the spreadsheet. I want to have it, um, you know, show the pounds more accurately. Right now we just convert. So I, I learned this from Scott. There's a really weird way to convert from kilograms to pounds. My spreadsheet just basically takes a conversion and does it. 2.205. Yeah, I 2.2046, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so you don't actually do that to get to that chart that they do. If you notice, every pound conversion ends in like 0. 0.2, 0. 0.5, or 0. 0.7. It's in quarter pound increments, rounded oh. down. Like it's some weird thing. Well, it was funny because I did notice that when someone was going for a 319 bench, it rounded up to 320. Okay. Because it was three nineteen, you know. I think it was three nineteen on the on the three nineteen point seven or something. Exactly. And yours rounded up. But it could have been three nineteen point nine nine in that chart. Still going three three nineteen point seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it's it's a stupid little thing, but I wanted to match that chart um, so that there's no when someone walks up to the bar and they glance at that, there's no like, uh, you know, there's no discrepancy. Yeah. It should it should it match, should match it the should, chart. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Um, yeah, I'd have to get the list out. There's too many things. Sure, I've had too many beers right now. <laughs> um, but most of it's, uh, you know, sort of, we, we want to build on what we've done. We want to keep this, what we have right now, uh, make it a little bit better, and then, you know, try to basically give more to the competitors. Um, you know, and I know people have asked about T-shirts and stuff, so we want to do, you know, cool T-shirts and stuff and, and do a grab bag, maybe give out, like, little power bars or Something like that for the competitors. Um, Power protein. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't, we don't know what will be in it yet, but we want to kind of keep building on what we have and just Ammonia make it a... <laughs> yeah. Put all kinds of stuff in there. Some beers. Yeah. Some, uh, yeah, for know, the, some for red bars or... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. That's awesome. I think that making it important for... Or making it a better experience for... Not that it's a bad experience, but just improving the experience for the lifter is always... You've yeah. got to be the ultimate goal, right? Yep. Another thing we're thinking about doing, and this one is probably less um, certain for the next event, is maybe changing the venue. Um, yeah, talk about that a little bit. Do we well, have anywhere having in it mind? Be, or? We, we, we don't uh, want to give any spoilers. But. No, I, I, we have a couple places that we've been um, you know, thinking about, but nothing really like that we would want to say, yeah, we're really going to go here or something like that. Um, having, having the warm-up room be separate from the event... I don't. I didn't hear anybody complain about it. 
But if I was a lifter and it was whatever, I mean, it what was if cold. it was raining? Yeah, or if it was raining, and um, you know, so it's a cold day, and I think, you know, not to be stereotypical, but I think probably most of the older guys would probably be like, whatever, I'm, I'm going to deal with it. Um, but if it was me or a younger guy. I might be like, dude, what's with this event being in two different rooms on Janky, a rainy day? Yeah. I'm like, me myself, I might be a little bit more of a complainer than some of the, um, you know, more seasoned. Yeah, I, you know, and I think that's one of the maybe it's a change in the sport or not, but um, you know, I think having it be in one venue, yeah, definitely. is is better for the competitors. I, I wouldn't on a cold day. I'm, I'm all warmed up and stuff. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't want to walk through a, a freezing Squatches, cold parking buckled lot. On, yeah, you don't want to get sand walk, on them. Yeah, um, but still. Yeah, so, you know, we're thinking about new venues and stuff like that. Um, but I'm not sure that will happen or how soon that will happen. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I had a whole a page of improvements. Well, that's awesome, though. I think, I mean, just the fact that you have that much is an awesome sign for the future of APF, yeah. the future of Dynamax powerlifting meets. And if any listeners have suggestions on things that we can do different, I mean, we're basically going around asking people and you know we ask people that come to our events already and people that don't come to our events hey you know what would you like to see at this event what would make it better what would make you enter this event versus what would another make event? you more excited yeah more excited yeah. to compete in the APF versus the the other any other uh, yeah I mean what's um, the word I'm looking for feds. federation thank you <laughs> federation it's in the word it's yeah. in the acronym um, no that's awesome I mean I think that this past weekend was extremely well received. I think it's a, obviously a step in the right direction. Um, nothing but good stuff, man. Awesome. I'm really glad to hear it. Um, yeah. There was a lot of, you know, I wouldn't say pressure, but maybe anxiety or pressure on myself. Well, you want to, to do good. To have you everything want everything that to I was be working to on go well. yeah. come to fruition. And it did. Yeah. Saturday morning, I was, ah, oh, dude, I was really disappointed when that thing wasn't working on... I could tell. Squats in the morning, I was panicked. I was so pissed. But you, <laughs> your poker face was good. You fixed it. Yeah. Everything was good, man. Well, I mean, you know, props to everybody else there because, I mean, I checked out of the event for, you know, 10 minutes or 20 minutes. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I just, well, I was gone. I wasn't even, I wasn't even participating what, in the event. I was just What people probably don't, if you've never been to a powerlifting meet. moved seamlessly. Yeah. You know? If you've never been to a powerlifting meet or competed in one, it's fast paced. It is. You can't just like yeah. Put props a time to out. Katie McCall. You know, Max. Um, Max wife. I mean, Katie basically runs the powerlifting meets as far as the table goes, and as far as whose attempts going, and all of the cards and stuff like that. And that is a critical job. It's a high pressure job, and she kills it every time. Um, you know, so that's a you know huge huge job. So we are approaching. Uh, we're just about fifty minutes here. You got anything else you want to talk about? How's your oh, training geez. going? How's your knee? Uh, my knees are doing much better. Um, you know, last uh, so for listeners that don't know, I don't actually compete in real meets. I just do the Christmas meet, which to me is a real meet. Hold on. Okay. Bring it back. Bring it back to the hamburger shoot. Oh yeah, hamburger. So shoot. hamburger squats hamburger is your squats. Instagram. Yes, it is. Uh, what's the word that they use there? Name, not name, but handle. handle. Your Instagram handle. Right. I guess that's like a you know, it's like a nerdy term. I guess. <laughs> um, you compete in a hamburger suit. I do. That's your singlet. Yeah. And uh, you were hamburger squats. I think you should change your name to hamburger bench. I probably should. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> no, so that is a uh, that's a good segue because the Christmas meet and the women's meet have dates. Yeah. So the date 
So the Christmas meat is the most wonderful meat of the year. That is by far my favorite meat of the year. And, um, you know, if if you want to call it the Hanukkah meat or the Kwanzaa meat, by all means. You call it the holiday meat. I mean, the ho- whatever. Well, call it the December know. meat. I love Christmas. Uh, There's yeah. like two holidays that I actually care about, and Christmas is one of them. Right. Uh, so that is... Uh, December 15th, 12-15 is the Christmas meet. Yes, what sir. time do those usually start? It's in the evening. It's like 4.35, 435 something like that. It's pretty so informal, so it's not like it has like a... Pretty informal <laughs> is putting it lightly. It's extremely informal. I take it seriously, though. I'm probably, I'm probably the only one. <laughs> Mike will be there huffing ammonia, screaming, uh, getting chalk everywhere, while everyone else is, you know, enjoying a nice adult beverage and getting after some <laughs> mediocre to extreme attempts. <laughs> I mean, the, it's it's just a really cool social event mixed with the powerlifting meet. Yeah. Zero pressure, no weigh-ins, no singlet. It's in pounds. It's in pounds. <laughs> the rules are more like guidelines. We want to see you succeed. You yeah. know, we really just wanted you to, to show up and be there. Judging's um, pretty um, generous. Yeah. The <laughs> I watched some of my videos from, like, uh, last year. I did not hit depth, but whatever. You know, depth is, uh, it's a range. Yeah. <laughs> it's more dependent on your uh, your attitude and your As long uh, as my PR is always at the same depth, it's still a PR. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I gotta say, your video that you made for the Christmas meet last year with the cheers. Yeah. Were awesome. That was awesome. Uh, that was like the way that people should do. I had fun with it, yeah. Uh, your powerlifting videos. So mm-hmm. go on hamburger.squats and yeah, that's find, that, uh, find that video. <laughs> Uh, and then another uh, extremely awesome event. This one's a ways out. You got plenty of time to uh, prepare for it. Is the women's meet? This is the second annual women's only powerlifting meet yeah. here at Dynamax, right in the gym. Yeah. Um, that is March tenth. Uh, we'll we'll get into times and you know the the real nitty gritty when we get closer. But you know, women out there, we're looking to. Uh, you know, try it for the first time or set a world record. It doesn't matter. We, we had, had both a, of that we, last time. We really had an awesome variety of, of women lifters at the last event. It was really cool. We had some, you know, brand new people to the sport, and we had some seasoned professionals, and it was, uh, for me, it was really cool to see, you know, both of those worlds come together. Um, and, you know, I think it's cool that we have it right here in the in the – in the gym too absolutely it's cool to see the big crowd in the gym it's cool to see all those strong women kick some serious ass move some serious weight mm-hmm. gotta love it i'm trying to remember i don't remember i'm not going to come up with it um there was one older woman lifting last year. granny that's yeah. her that's her instagram name she said is well, that what it is yeah okay i uh i don't know what her name is um other than it's the powerlifting granny she no it's the it. world's strongest granny that's what it is it's the world's strongest granny <laughs> that makes more sense she lives in amherst massachusetts oh really okay. she, she is a wonderful human being i follow her on instagram you should too if you're listening she deadlifted over 400 pounds and she I is i just remember watching her just being like dude that is awesome i watched her stick one of those ammonia tabs yeah. like in her nose <laughs> and that was uh, enough that was, I was you know sold right that was all I needed to say <laughs> oh man well Mike this has been great uh, thank you yeah. so much for making yourself available I know Tom you're a very problem. busy guy course, yeah. um, this is good this is good and I can't thank you enough for your efforts for the Dude, meet thank you I mean you know everybody else you know I mean 
the amount of people that contribute to this community, I think, is just amazing. It's one of the it's one of the reasons that I mean I wanted to become a part of it and help support it is that it's awesome. You know, you there's a ton of people. Which I, I mean, I couldn't even name everybody, um, but you know, we thank you as well. It's awesome. It's great. All right, everyone. This is uh, again. This was episode 23 of the Dynamax podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Give us a five-star review. Right, give us a five-star rating. Give us a review on iTunes. Um, and tune in next week. we got another special guest. All right. Thank you very much. Good night. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that was fun.